You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, what up, what up, Real Coach JB here, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fine Monday, the 26th of April, 2021. Great day not to be a fucking slap dick. Or it's a great day to be a slap dick as long as you're doing it in the right way. Quote of the day, man. Some people are judged for being real, why others are loved for being fake. I don't know if there's a realer saying out there. I said, I've been saying this shit for years, man, and it's funny how people perceive you and how they want to control the narrative and who and and act like they know who the fuck you are. Some people are judged for being real while others are loved for being fake. Got a lot of fake motherfuckers out there who people think it's the way to be. That is the generation we live in. And it's unfortunate, but title of this show is cut and dry. Some shit is cut and dried. Some shit isn't. And, uh, a lot of gray area out there, man, but it's funny how fucked up people, how people get judged for uh, being real and fake fucks are love for being fake. It's crazy, but it's true. Uh, show's brought to you by betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Go check them out. It'll be worth it. You know, the realest people in the world, they don't have a lot of friends, man. And be honest. You know, I got acquaintances. I got partners. That's P-A-T-N-A-S. Just so you understand where I'm from. You got acquaintances, you got partners, you know, and then you got your boys. There's only a few boys, just so we're clear, or girls, if you're a female. But there's only a few cats out there that you consider your boys. Like, I might have a handful, maybe a handful, maybe a handful. No offense to all my partners out there listening, but you're a partner. You're not my boy. See, there's a difference. And I'll, I'll still back my partners up, and I'll support them, help them, but know how far I can throw them. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. That's a lot of cats out there don't know. You cats trust too many motherfuckers. There's two people out in the world I trust, me and the other motherfucker ain't you. Now, that goes to for my boys, my partners, my homies, whatever you want to call them, that goes for them. To be honest, the other person's not even on this planet anymore. So that's how cold this life is and how reality really hits you in the mouth. But a lot of us avoid reality. A lot of us avoid listening to the truth or wanting to know the truth. We'd rather be whispered sweet nothings in our ear to make us feel good than to hear the truth 
and nut up and go grind and get yours. See, far too often we're, we're talked to and whispered sweet nothings to, and we feel good and we feel great and like we're going to go attack the world. But really you're not. You just got your dick sucked for nothing and lied to. And now you go about your day doing the same fucking thing over and over and expect a different result. When in theory, that's fucking insanity and you're not getting a different result. You're continuing to do the same shit and you're just getting pumped up, gassed up. But in theory, in the truth, you're not you're not doing anything for anyone. Just thinking you're the shit. Yeah, I don't know. Not all cut and dry. Sometimes it is. See, real folks are cut and dry. They're truthful. They tell you the truth. It's cut and dry. Boom. That's simple. Fake cats keep telling you bullshit. And you get judged and, and you get loved for the exact same uh, thing. Some will be loved for being fake. Some will be hated for being real and is what it is. I'd rather be hated for being real, just being honest. So, little disgust, man. Steph, not a long show today. I got so much going on, man. That's why I haven't been doing a lot of shows. Apologize. Uh, I'll get back on YouTube shortly, too. My coaching show, I put on hiatus until I get done with the, my house and dogs and everything. Uh, shout out, man, to uh, my boy Michael Collins on ESPN. He is a golf, the golf caddy on ESPN, golf analyst. Um, he uh, he bought a puppy of mine. Um, and shout out to my boy Cody Butts. If you guys watch MTV. Florabama, I guess. Um, he bought a puppy last night as well. So shout out to him out in South Carolina. So, uh, hey, man, the slapdick bullies, it's the takeover, the bully game. Um, I'm, I'm going to start going on tour here shortly, doing a motivational speaking and uh, clinic, coaches clinic tour, all right, called the Rebuild. I'm going to basically go out, discuss philosophy, program building, discipline structure. Whether you're a CEO, a Fortune 500 company manager, or an, an associate, uh, sales, marketing, whatever. I am going to start being booked June 9th of this year. And I'll go until August 31st, right before camps and fiscal years getting started. And and, uh, and I'll shut it down until next spring or something. But... um. Yeah, book me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com if you want to want to book me. I'm taking bookings. I just got two, and I'm, I've just posted it an hour, two hours ago. So shout out to uh, my KC, Missouri fans and um, a uh, New Jersey uh, company It's going to fly me out. So you guys are more than uh, able and willing. Shoot me an email, and I'll be out to your way. Um Steph Curry's balling out of control right now. I was very critical of him earlier this year, but until he can lead a team to the playoffs himself, I still won't put him in elite company. Now, I, I was critical of him because, you know, he's been hurt. He always seems to get hurt. He's never really there when it matters. 
But when Clay's there and KD's there, you know, he balls out and they win. He hasn't won without those guys. And I want to make sure we're clear. Golden State is not chopped liver. Like, these motherfuckers have a decent squad. Ubre is a fucking legitimate player. Wiggins is a pretty fucking legitimate player. The young kid Wiseman will be back. He's going to be good. I mean, you got fucking Draymond Green's a triple-double waiting to happen without even scoring points. You, you know, you got some great role players, you know. I don't know why people think that he, he's not supposed to lead this team to the playoffs. <laughs> like, if you are the elite guy and you want to be labeled as top five player, you need to take that team with pretty decent role players and a couple decent young upcoming kids to the playoffs. So I was critical of him. He has showed me a little nuts and guts. We all know he's a great shooter, possibly the greatest of all time. He ain't getting fucking fouled like he would have back then either, and the game's changed. But at the same time, he's shown me something for this era that at least he's you know, balling, and, and, and we all know he's a shooter, man. Fuck. Yeah, no shit. But if do you want to just be labeled a shooter and nothing else? Like, what else is he doing? Kate, uh, uh, James Harden, what is he known for? A score? He's known as a score. Great score. So fucking what? So was Bernard King. But what else is he known for? Like, it blows my mind that we're so fucking quick to judge these dudes that are, are the greatest, the GOAT, the GOAT. I'll tell you right now, that motherfucker better start looking to be a Laker or something um, if Clay continues to get hurt and, and be out and, and, and Golden State doesn't get their guy foundation back. Because if not, he's just another shooter on a fucking average team. But he's got enough talent to take to the playoffs if he's that good, if he's the dude. I just still fight that. I think he's a great dude and all that and everything. So, yeah, that's fine and dandy. But you're being judged off how you perform. I don't care if you're a shitbird off the court or if you're the saint. I don't give a fuck. I don't know you. You're not my boy. You're not my partner. You're not my crimey. not my homie. You are a basketball player. All you fans out there and you need to understand, you should be judging this man from how he performs on the basketball court. Just like all you fucks judge everyone else. Like like if you know them personally, Kobe, LeBron. LeBron now is being bashed like he fucking did the worst crime ever because he came out and fucking deleted a tweet that he wrote about the police. Did he get overzealous a little bit? Jumped the gun? Probably, right? But he has never done anything wrong, basically, in his life that we know of, right? At least that you don't see on the surface. He's never had a Deshaun Watson situation. He's never had a fucking Roethlisberger situation. He's never had a fucking anybody, any situation come to our light. He deserves to write a fucking tweet and delete it. Okay, I said it last show. But now he's taking heat. People want him to you know, Warner Brothers to back out of his fucking Space Jam. And like, motherfuckers get too fucking into this shit, man. It's such a soft fucking world. Like, leave the fucking dude alone. You're jealous because you ain't him. 
Now you want to see him fucking come down to your one bedroom studio apartment in miserable fucking life because you're a lazy fuck and don't want to go grind and get yours. Because you want to be fucking loved for being fake while he's being judged for being real. He's tired of black folks killing each other, getting killed. And I said killing each other as well. I'm going to get into it. It's not all cut and dry. Sometimes it is. You know, there's a video out there, a bunch of black brothers, black kids, fucking almost killing each other, fighting in a Miami airport. Like, you don't see white folks doing that. And I say we here because everyone knows where I'm from and who I represent and help. And tell young brothers, stop fucking fighting and killing each other and getting it caught on camera and getting it recorded. You're going to continue to get targeted by these fucking drunk cops that you saw on video the other day. Target a young black male in a fucking restaurant. Drunk as fuck, cop. Even the other cop that showed up, they cut the video out. The other cop shows up and even was looking at him and questioning the cop because he's looked and smelled drunk. This motherfucker targeted a brother and... That's why LeBron wrote those tweets. But at the same time, LeBron needs to understand his tweets should be talking to young brothers, just like Marcellus Wiley just did the other day about why do we continue to kill each other and do stupid shit so we continue to be targeted. Now, that's not the only reason we're targeted, and I understand it. But we sure ain't helping the fucking cause. We need to have more people go talk to these young brothers and sisters and tell them to let's fucking get together instead of staying apart. It don't, it's not a good fucking look. We're beating the shit out of each other in Miami airport. Those could have been my players, my fucking kids, any of your players and kids. We need to stop the bullshit. Iron sharpens iron. Together everyone achieves more. Separating the, the chains and the link, the links in the chain are getting weaker and weaker. We're inviting this dumb shit. We're inviting the crooked blue uniforms to do stupid shit. <coughs> Sorry. We need to educate and get on our kids' asses. Stop begging them and kissing their ass and sucking their dicks. Start telling them the fucking truth. Let's be judged for being real. Let the fake fucks get love for being fake. That's fine. Let's get our youth back in order and get these motherfuckers to understand we're stronger together than we are apart. And let's stop fucking doing stupid shit on video to where we can just get fucking blasted by everyone else, all these haters and all these racist fucks. It ain't all cut and dry, but sometimes it is. Let's figure it out. KD came off the bench and scored 30. I mean, he's a walking 30. I mean, that's not a hard thing for him. But it's the worst big three ever assembled, the Brooklyn Nets. The softest, the most enabled. The biggest bunch of fucking... Instant gratifying. They need instant gratification. 
and they need to be surrounded by a bunch of other fake people. And if you ever notice, Kyrie, KD, and fucking James Harden always are loving each other for being fake. They're never judged for being real because they're not. They're fake. Everyone loves them. All the fans love them. They score 30. They score 40. They score 50. Who gives a fuck? They're never going to win a title. Nuts and guts is what wins titles. Real is what wins titles. Are they the three most talented? Probably. I still think the Lakers are better if LeBron and AD and Drummond and those guys are healthy. I still think they beat them in a turn in a in a, in a series. I think the Sixers beat them in a series. I think Miami can beat them in a series because they'll play with nuts and guts, and Butler will fucking guard somebody hard, and there'll be some fights and. The Nets will fucking flounder. They'll sink. They'll tuck their tail. And then you'll start seeing them judge each other and argue and bicker and moan. Because it's getting real. They all love each other when there's fucking fake fucks out there like themselves. When they're all good. Everybody's scoring 30 off the bench. I want to see all three of them play. And let's see how they are. And let's see how long they can play and be healthy. I don't think they can. And I think there's too many other issues going to be in them. Playoff basketball changes. James Harden's not a winner. He can't win. He can't perform in a meaningful playoff game. Yeah, he scored 40 in a fucking first round game against fucking Detroit. He ain't going to fucking do shit in the 76ers game seven. Eastern Conference final. Or Miami. Milwaukee's falls under the same boat to me. They're the same dudes. I don't believe they can win anything either. So it's what it is. Um, NFL draft this Thursday. <sighs> is it a, is it cut and dry? I don't know. I think five quarterbacks go in the top ten. Along with a, a corner. Uh, which will be Alabama's corner. I think two tackles, Northwestern's tackle and 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 Polly Kid tackle from Oregon. So I think eight of the top ten will be five Qs, two O tackles, and a corner. If you know the winning recipe in football, those are the recipes right there. Lockdown corner, great O tackles, great quarterback, and then the next two picks in the top ten will be D linemen. So D lineman can get to the quarterback that's great, can try to beat those two left tackles that are great. So that great corner that you just took in the top 10 can lock down your receiver and you don't have to bring extra pressure in those D lineman can get to the quarterback. Those fucking three, four positions right there are the most important positions in football. The winning recipe on defense is great D-line and great corners. You can have average linebackers. You can have average safeties. You can disguise a lot of shit with those guys. Lockdown corners cannot be disguised, and great D-line play cannot be overappreciated. You can play coverage and get to the quarterback with four. You are in a world of... A great, great football, living, coaching world. 
You can block the D-line with your O-line and get a great quarterback to nickel and dime you. You are living in a great football world. That goes to offense and defensive coaches uh, respectively. I'm just telling you that's the winning fucking recipe. That'll be your top 10 picks. I believe. I'm just calling it right now. Two O tackles, a corner, five QBs, and two D linemen. That's what I think it is. I think the DN from Miami will get picked right here from uh, Redlands, California. Rev High School, I believe. And uh, and you'll get uh, another D tackle or rush Q, rush D end. And you'll get uh, probably the Penn State kid that plays a hybrid outside Lawrence Taylor type outside backer D line D end. I think that's your top ten. Where do the five Qs go and how? What order? I don't know. Don't care. I think Mac Jones will get scooped. I think Fields will get scooped. Zach Taylor will get scooped. Obviously Lawrence first, and uh, maybe the North Dakota kid or whatever. And then I think the 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 other kid that's on the rise is the kid from uh, Pac-12 kid. Um, forgot who he's from, but he's getting he's getting a lot of love. I think the Stanford kid, I think he is. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's gonna be interesting Thursday. Now listen, it's not it's cut and dry. Some some things are cut and dry. Some aren't. All right, the Dodgers Padres is not a rivalry. That's how fucking quick to judge people are. The Padres go get Shado, Tatis, who's who's on fire against the Dodgers right now. You know the Dodgers beat them three out of four start the year. Now Padres beat them three out of four. So it's a that doesn't make it a rivalry. The Dodgers beat your ass in the playoff game last year to and won the World Series. They have the second or third most World Series in baseball. Behind the Yankees, I believe, and maybe the Cardinals. Dodgers are either second or third. Padres have done nothing, have been nothing. Quit equating them to the Dodgers and act like this is a rivalry. Yes, we're separated by a couple hours down the freeway. Doesn't mean shit. You spent a lot of money, got a lot of big name players, and so now you will be in a discussion to try to beat the Dodgers in a meaningful game. Right now in fucking April, it means nothing. Stop with the San Diego Padre talk. They're fucking 13 and 11. The Dodgers are like 17 and 4. Shut the fuck up, relax, calm down, and you'll be all right. The Dodgers know how to win. The Padres do not. And until they do and beat the Dodgers in some series, it'll be just another team. The Dodgers aren't looking at the Padres as a rivalry. Sorry. The Giants are the Dodgers rivalry. The Yankees are the Dodgers rivalry. Not the fucking San Diego Padres. Slow down. We are so quick to judge motherfucker. One motherfucker does one thing one day. One day. Like, remember Kawhi Leonard was the fucking GOAT. I'm on ESPN, these motherfuckers are calling him a top five player of all time after he won with Toronto. Now nobody talks about him at all. 
Quit anointing these motherfuckers so quickly, man. God damn. Let their resume come to a fucking complete. Let it complete itself. Let it finalize. Quit judging these motherfuckers. Mahomes is the best ever. He's got one Super Bowl. He's lost to a 40-year-old guy twice in his two playoff losses to a guy that has like fucking two handfuls of rings. No, he's not the GOAT. Let's see him in 10 years, and let's see how his resume folds unfolds. God damn, slow down. Some shit's cut and dry, some shit ain't. Just telling you. So calm down. Holy fuck, man. Some people are judged for being real. Others are loved for being fake. Anyway. Three more puppies left. Slapdick bullies. Two females, a brindle. Um, and they all blue. And then my big reserve pick boy. Almost 30 pounder. 10 weeks old. Call Naming him Doughboy. And... Uh, He's a beauty. Hit me up for details on those three. Hey, man, go be good to yourselves and each other and uh, be real, no matter if you're judged or not. But if you got to be loved for being fake, so be it. That's you. But stay the fuck away from me. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last.